Hey guys, welcome to Russian Disinformation. This is Jasmine. And this is Austin. And today we're going to be talking about being black pilled and then white pilling yourself. If you're not aware about what a black pill is, the black pill is when you quote unquote wake up when you're red pilled and then you basically become a nihilist and you don't see the point anymore and that we're like it's a defeatist attitude and everything is just fucking awful and you're depressed uh white pilled is you have hope uh and that everything is going to be okay in the end this past weekend jasmine and i had actually had a pretty hard time uh with our mental health i kind of stumbled. me personally i stumbled over a couple articles on unlimited hangout and then i kind of got into a rabbit hole and i was just i was pretty messed up uh jasmine what was your experience this weekend for me it's just like realizing we are moving forward into this different time for our country i try not to get so worked up about it but realizing what's going on and pretty much the racial tension and if you disagree you're racist oh you should be in a re-education camp censoring the media that's what's really been bothering me especially because I have relatives that do come from the Middle East and different countries who've seen these types of behaviors and are extremely against it it's so frustrating to see Americans falling into this and applauding it so when I'm looking around and seeing people who are our age that we know personally excited and uh, cheering on censorship and losing real life friends over disagreeing. It's just pretty disheartening to actually see that this is the direction in which we're taking as a people, as a country collectively. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which um, yesterday I was called a white colonizer and Honestly, when I engage with people of leftists, essentially, especially like girls who are in their early 20s, uh, it's it makes me it doesn't make me upset. It just like makes me kind of lose hope. Like you said, it makes me lose hope. (laughs) All hope is gone. All hope is gone. Like it was it was pretty funny because or she came at me calling me a white colonizer and she and then and it's all it was on the uh it was on the instagram post for uh, our last episode uh where me gabe and zach talked about all the calls for the re-education camps and how it kind of there's an eerie parallel and the girl who commented is jewish so she told me since i'm not jewish and i was spreading disinformation because i don't know what i'm talking about like okay first of all she just wouldn't she refused to engage with me she got in my dms because she was looking at my stories and then she was telling me that i'm not even going to listen to your podcast i was like okay i was like how do you not know how do you know it's not disinformation i mean it's it's in the title like it's russian disinformation but it's it's an ironic title but the fact of the matter is it's like she refused to engage and the only time she could engage was when she wanted to attack me about my beliefs and she just wouldn't um try to have a discussion and you know a couple podcast episodes ago we were talking I was talking about like how there is always going to be a middle ground and I kind of want to take back what I said but at the same time like I don't want to take back what I said because for me personally like me trying to have a discussion with her was my way of trolling 
like and but it's always going to be a win-win situation win-win situation if you're going to troll somebody on the left be agreeable be like yeah let's have a discussion let's talk you know i want to know what i don't want to know why you think like this i want to i want you to elaborate and it got, it pisses them off like that she just basically went like i don't have the energy to engage with you right now and it's like bitch you got into my dms to fight with me and then i wouldn't accept the fight and i just wanted to talk and now you're big mad and in your feelings yeah, like she has no energy to discuss civilly or actually tell us why she believes what she does but she has the energy to go through every single post and make a shitty comment yeah exactly so again it's a win-win either i win the trolling thing and i piss them off because i'm agreeable or they actually engage with me and have a conversation and we try to do find that middle ground it's a win-win so i really recommend people who do engage with someone like this on the internet just be nice it pisses them off you get under the skin or you actually have a discussion and you guys learn something from each other can i can i just point out that it's funny that you're a quote-unquote white colonizer but you're mexican oh yeah and she's jewish which is actually caucasian but somehow she's the person of color and i don't know that's why i feel like with leftists now things just don't matter facts do not matter feelings are above everything and that's a reason why a couple episodes ago when you said there's a middle ground and I'm kind of losing hope on there being a middle ground is because people purely think with their emotions. Now she, like you said, she didn't even listen to the podcast. She has no interest in listening or having a conversation yet. Somehow we're offensive. It's dangerous information. How does she know any of this without exactly listening to it? For all she knows, we were agreeing or, you know what I mean? And it was just an ironic title. She has no idea what our beliefs are, what our thoughts are, and is immediately saying we're racist, offensive, and dangerous. And I feel like that's pretty much the whole view of the left as of now, which is why it's really going to be hard to move forward from this point and have logical thinking individuals without being called racist sexist homophobic nobody can even have a conversation at this point without attacks and just complete melting down and shutting down to ideas which a big part of that has to do with social media and how the algorithms work and confirmation bias which is why it all kind of ties together and how social media has really poisoned our population on a global scale yeah, I really think uh, I really think it was intentional, to be honest, with the whole social media thing. But we can actually talk about that in a later episode if people are interested. Um, but we should actually start uh, going on to the articles. Uh, so I'm going to start with the one that kind of triggered it all. And it's on uh, unlimitedhangout.com from Whitney Webb. I talk about her a lot. I love her stuff. But I always kind of have to avoid her website because I know if I click, if I go on there to read any of her amazing articles, I am just going to fall down a fucking hole and it's hard to come come out of it. Uh, But, you know, the one that we came across, (laughs) the very first one that we came across, and the article is also in our Telegram channel uh, called Russian Disinformation. Uh, it says, headline, Silicon Valley and WEF, a.k.a. World Economic Forum, back foundation announced global initiative for COVID-19 vaccine records. Uh, just to kind of sum up the entire article, 
basically the World Economic Forum, who is uh, uh, globalist elites, new world order, all that fun stuff, is teaming up with Microsoft, Oracle, and the and uh, a lot of uh, health and uh, health providers slash insurance companies to start a ID, a COVID nineteen vaccine, uh, passport. You know, like people need to get like kind of essentially like forcing people into getting a COVID nineteen vaccine. And so they can return to normal life. Like they were talking about, like there was a, uh, like a kind of a press conference for um, VIC, which stands for uh, the Vaccine Credential Initiative. And they started the smart wallets. This is where you can hold all your uh, vaccination records, your health records, and it can be easily accessible uh, through your phone so you can return back to work. Uh, their mission, their network's goal is to, one, empower individuals by providing digital access to their health information, two, to make it easier for individuals to understand and comply with each destination's requirements, like destination as in traveling, and three, to help ensure that only verifiable lab results and vaccination records from trusted sources are presented for the purpose of cross-border travel and commerce. Like the idea of having, like being forced into getting back into getting vaccinated so I could return to normal life so I can travel so I could go to festivals or do whatever like that terrifies me terrifies me I'm not sure anyone yeah it's scary especially with all these stories that are coming out of uh especially with all these stories coming out about people getting uh, anaphylactic shock yeah. or dying from these vaccines and then like the Moderna vaccine is getting pulled in some cases because there's some uh, too many weird side effects yeah I saw that it was in a clinic in California they're pulling 300,000 doses because they think there's something wrong with that batch in particular because there was a higher number of anaphylactic reactions and to me that is just showing that there could be human error, even if the vaccine is flawless, let's just say it's perfect, it works, whatever. There are human errors. They don't store correctly. It's been in a truck too long. Who knows? It all breaks down to medical freedom. No one should be telling you you have to do this in order to live your life pre-COVID, especially because the vaccine isn't even proven to create immunity. Yeah, it just helps not get you in the hospital. And the irony behind that is people are ending up in the hospital or dead because of these vaccines. It doesn't even stop the the spread. And I feel like like this is just the beginning in order like to see where they can push it. Oh, we're doing this for your health, for the community. But in reality, it's not. This is the first step into something else. In that article, it says that there's been efforts to link digital identity, not just to economic activity, but also health data, and it's been escalating. Um, and part of yeah. the people who are piloting Gavi, which is the vaccine alliance, MasterCard is part of that partnership in Africa. So what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to link yeah, our health so records, basically- our payment, everything onto our devices. So we're all going to be intertwined with AI. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. And AI is extremely easy to hack. Phones are hackable. Computers are hackable. We're going to put our whole life into a device. I don't know. I feel like I just look at the bigger picture and this is a stepping stone. And they make it really hard to deny this because you want to work, you want to travel, go to school on top of how they frame it as a responsibility 
If you care about your community, if you love your grandparents and don't want them to die, you'll go get vaccinated. So if you speak out against this, you look as if you just do not care about people. It's beautiful framing, really. They're using the social social contract to essentially force people into vaccinations, even if you strongly are against it. If people if people know that you're not vaccinated, there's whole studies about it. I should post it in a um, I'll post it in the uh, Russian disinformation channel. But there was a study showing that people are more likely to get vaccinated when the social contract is being used. Uh, and people look down on somebody and will exclude them to, from things if they're if they know that they're not vaccinated. I know that is firsthand because my kids are on an alternate <laughs> vaccine schedule and i've had close friends attack me for it i have friends who low-key don't vaccinate and they're scared to even say it out loud because of how crazy people can be i've had someone tell me if your kid's not vaccinated my kid can't even go near you yeah because my kid's just gonna pick up measles randomly and give it to your vaccinated child it's a real thing and Um, The discrimination against people who choose to be anti-vax is actually wild and it's based on this social contract theory and the way it plays on people's emotions. So I've even been told before and had people have witnessed somebody tell someone that their child had a, okay, let me back up. Someone I know in one of my little mom groups has a child who has a severe like reaction to vaccines. They've gotten them vaccinated twice for their two, their two month vaccinations and their four month. Each time they've had seizures, somebody told them that they should still vaccinate and take them to the hospital to vaccinate them to control the seizure. And that if they do not do that, they don't care if their child dies from a vaccine preventable disease. Holy shit. I'm not even kidding. I'm not joking. I've seen it multiple times. All the dead kid jokes. If you don't vaccinate, you don't want your kid to live past five. Okay. First of all, my parent, my grandparents have had the measles and my grandpa's had the mumps. I, I'm not downplaying diseases, but they're even considering chicken pox a vaccine preventable deadly illness. I'm pretty sure we've all had the chicken pox. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Okay. So, by the way, everybody, when she's talking about close friends who came out here for not vaccinating, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I that was actually plot twist me. Yeah. Yeah. Plot twist. It was me. I went after her. But, like, you know, she really opened my eyes to all the dangers because, I mean, she sent me photos of her kids and videos of her kids after they've been vaccinated and they almost looked like they were dead. It was scary. So, like, shit like this, I, I you know, again, we've always talked about, like, we're not necessarily anti-vaxxers, but we're pro-informed consent. Medical uh, choice. Medical freedom. Like yeah, medical freedom. People say your body, your choice when it goes to abortions, which I am pro-choice. You do what you want with your own body, but the same thing should go for vaccinations as well. Yeah. And to the, and knowing that people are willing to sacrifice, um, sorry, my chair's breaking. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. I should lose some weight. Okay. Anyway, so, (laughs) you know, knowing that people are, all gun ho for 
these the literally the globalists trying to uh, we'll just call it what it is yeah literally the globalist elites like that's literally what it is you guys will do a whole thing on the new world order and the world economic forum and klaus schwab probably in mid-february that one's going to be really fun we're going to have our friend jess on and we're going to discuss about the age of aquarius and how it's going to usher in the new world order like it's it, that one's going to be a really fun one anyway but you know coming back to what you were saying about ai's of computers getting hacked your shit getting hacked and ai's taking over another uh, another story i stumbled across yesterday uh speak uh has to do with good old billy gates and microsoft our, our boy bill gates our boy bill gates <laughs> bill gate up to you today <laughs> you know we could do literally a whole podcast on bill gate bullshit Oh, you know, it, like, it is not just like Bill Gate, Bill Gate previous bullshit is like Bill Gates current bullshit, bullshit today. Or, yeah, current bullshit for that month. Honestly, we should probably <laughs> just do a whole segment on that. Um, okay. So our boy Bill Gates slash Microsoft, even though he left the company, I, I don't believe that for a second. I'm sure he still has a lot of a lot of weight in it. Uh, it says Microsoft Microsoft patents new cryptocurrency system using body activity data. Microsoft has patented, patented, patented a cryptocurrency <laughs> mining system, a cryptocurrency mining system that leverages human activities, including brain waves and body heat, when performing online tasks such as using search engines, chatbots, and reading ads. A user can solve the computational, computationally difficult problem unconsciously. The patent reads. Uh, a brainwave or body heat emitted from the user when the user performs a task provided by an information or service provider, such as viewing advertisements or using certain internet services, can be used in the mining process. So they're basically going to take all your data from what your body does, like just normal human body functions, and use it to mine cryptocurrency. And, you know, it's not like Microsoft is known for keeping user data safe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, like I have three things that they've done in the last like 24 months about selling user data to third comp uh, third party companies without people's without their consent. <laughs> yeah, so you let's just I mean? give them our bodily functions, like all of that data too. I don't know. It's just bizarre to me that people would want this. Maybe yeah. it's not in the same state of mind as the general population. I do like my phone. I like my smart devices, but I do not want to be one with them. Well, that that kind of leads into the whole new world order thing, too, and the fourth industrial revolution that the WEF is trying to do. Like, they're literally trying to merge human and AI and uh, biology. Have with people computers. seen this movie? I read yeah. That. I, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> what's the other one? Bicentennial Man. <laughs> yeah. like Okay. Predictive programming. You can chill. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's very transhumanist, too. I don't know a lot about trans transhumanism yet. Um, I'm still going to dive down that rabbit hole. But the idea or the notion of merging humans with computers does not seem like a good idea. And all the yeah, things that we're doing... doesn't seem natural. That doesn't seem okay. There is no fiber of my being that wants that to be possible. 
Yeah. And the, like the disheartening thing is, is like, like you said, people are more than happy to welcome this into their lives without really fully grasping the consequences of it. Kind of like our phones and our social media, like we've been programmed to accept the fact that, yeah, they're mining our data and using it to sell us stuff like they're. And it's know, okay because it makes it okay. Easier. Yeah. The and issue it's okay. is people have fault, like become addicted to convenience. Yeah. It's like Wally. It's exactly, it's actually like Wally. Everybody is fat, unhealthy, sitting on their phones, distracted. Me and uh, Cody have this conversation all the time. We're like, back, you know, the Stone Age, people were working, moving, bodies were like machines. People were so, they had nothing except survival. And now we've gotten to the point that people are so privileged and so used to luxuries and um, convenience that it's just people are creating issues now to be offended and angry. And it's just like this technology that we've gotten has gone too far. I don't think humans were ready to have all of this information and platforms at their fingertips. I just don't think that we were created to have this sort of power in our hands. And now that we've unleashed it, it's just not going to stop. Well, the crazy thing when you say that is our, when you really think about it, our brains have not really evolved since the Neolithic era. Like they probably have gotten slightly, like maybe a centimeter or two bigger. Um, but for the most part, if we were going to go back, I don't know, let's just say like 20, 30,000 years, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the Neolithic where, you know, we're using like basic rudimentary tools. Mm -hmm. um, the wheel hasn't been invented yet, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there's literally no difference between us and those people. Like, yeah, and think about... You can, you, go ahead, go sorry. Ahead. Oh, you can basically hand them a smartphone and they can probably figure it out. It, like, we're just as emotionally, mentally, and um, on the same level as them. And technology has grown so fast in the last two decades that our little monkey brain, not monkey brains, but our, you know, Stone Age brains can keep up with it. Exactly. Yeah, and now our egos are just inflated. Social media has caused everybody to have their platform if they want you to have a platform. But that's a totally different subject. And everybody feels as if their one little opinion or their one bias is set in stone, so important. They can scream it from the rooftops, tell everybody in the world from their smartphone, oh, that's offensive. Don't do that. Tone policing. Uh, virtue signaling is now activism. Okay, yeah. So speaking of that, when social media, um, are we going to talk so about the children who are literally ratting out their parents to the FBI because? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was the second. <laughs> that was the other one that I wanted to talk. About. That was another black pill. How uh, people are people in the government are applauding snitches like this is like shit from communist china like this is total 1984 communist bullshit uh and it was that 18 year old girl who posted her mom and her uncle on twitter and was like hey at fbi uh isn't this my family or this, this is my mom and my uncle at the Capitol. And then they got arrested. And then she started a GoFundMe and got $40,000 for snitching her, her parents out. It's really disgusting. I could understand if your parents killed somebody 
or bash someone's brain in or something horrific, going to a rally or a protest is somehow now an FBI. uh, Hold on. Let me start over. How is it that this has now become the FBI's top priority? These people did not kill anybody. These people are not murderers. They simply went to a protest that did get out of control, but not everybody stormed that Capitol. A handful of people did that, which I'm not even going to call it an insurrection because there is no way that they truly believe that handful of protesters was going to overthrow our government. So they weren't to even get armed. people to turn against their own family over a protest is crazy. Imagine if this was a Republican calling for people to snitch out their family members for going to Black Lives Matter protests and locking them up federally. Yeah, it's it's the double it's standard kind of- is out of this world, and I think yeah. that's where the frustration comes from deep down and the anger that's causing these groups to lash out and do things like what we saw on January 6th is because of the severe double standard that has been apparent the last four years. I'm pretty sure her parents, her mom and uncle and aunt were actually inside the Capitol building. And we already talked about this. Like I, I really think it was staged. It was a false flag. And now we see the repercussions of that. And it looks like a literal military coup or takeover happening in dc right now like it's it it, i mean everything that's just going on is just so stressful uh and everyone's like q anon everybody's part of q i do not for one second believe everybody at that capital was a part of q yeah yeah exactly in that people are pissed off people have been shunned called racist fired attacked for their views for four years and now because they have a question about the election results because there has been multiple credible instances of fraud they're magically domestic terrorists yeah we talked about this in the um in the uh, last podcast episode uh the one that you missed <laughs> i know it's okay but also it was can, Master Knight can, I just talk, can we talk about multiracial whiteness for a second oh yeah that was another black pill moment multiracial whiteness that's my favorite that's my favorite thing right now that's my new <laughs> favorite excuse for everything in the world it's ironic that's why i love it so much and the the problem with that okay hold on we should probably explain what multiracial whiteness even is because if you're like us you're scratching your head right now saying wait what did you just say so multiracial whiteness is the new excuse used to discredit people of color who supported president trump essentially they believe that they are so whitewashed that they are white supremacists but they are of a different color and they're saying that whiteness is a political mindset not a race so essentially they're painting whiteness as a bad trait an evil trait something that needs to be shunned instead of just being a race so now we can all have whiteness and white supremacy even if we are not white 
which is incredibly, that is dangerous rhetoric. That is hate speech, in my opinion. So what every white person who claims their whiteness is evil. Well, to really sum that up, it's just a justification for their own racism. Like, oh, but there's no reverse racism, remember? Oh, I don't, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) it's just really (laughs) painting it towards Latinos. And now the attack is going to be on the Latinos because they voted for Trump in large numbers. So now the left is wondering, oh my goodness, how did we lose that base? We have to start hammering on the Latinos for voting for Trump. How could they have done this to us? How do they hate themselves so much? And pretty much shame Latinos and Latinas for their own opinions. Well, it's... I mean, like I said, it's just a justification for their own racism because they, you know, leftists and whatever. I We're just going to use the term leftist. I don't, I don't know why that term really turns me off. It's not liberal because I'm a liberal and I don't think like that. But leftists believe that people of color in different ethnicities need to be put into this little box and, you know, act and think the same way. And like that is a very racist way to think is to compartmentalize <laughs> people's behaviors by their skin color and by their ethnicity so to justify their racism they have to somehow paint it out that they're not being racist by calling it multiracial whiteness like it, it's just a big huge reach around so they can the mental gymnastics are yeah that's really gold what medal I, olympic style yeah 10 out of 10 gold medal olympics like it's it's insane and <laughs> i i again that's another like that's just a little black pilled moment right there because people really believe that and then kind of like going back taking the conversation back to uh the boy bill gates real quick i also wanted to say that he also is planning on uh shooting dust up into the air and then uh also wants what was the other one he wants to shoot dust into the air oh and he owns the most farmland in america he's the biggest owner of farmland Something about Bill Gates owning the most farmland terrifies me. I guess Bill Gates is a doctor, an engineer, a farmer. He's just a jack of all trades, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's that like, is crazy. Stuff. He wants to shoot dirt into the atmosphere to block the sun. Yeah. Well, it's not dirt. It's uh, carbon carbonate or whatever. It, dirt. Uh, calcium. No, <laughs> calcium carbonate. Yeah. Cal- non-toxic calcium carbonate. Like That doesn't like, seem right. Yeah. I just want to hear the no, science behind that. Or is he just like, let's just shoot shit into the air to block the sun. That just sounds like a fifth grader coming up with something to block global warming. Stop global warming. Is there? Yeah. And- Go ahead. Is there any logic behind this? I haven't really read into it because i'm side-eyeing the thought process here if it was that easy why have they been pushing for the green new deal and every other policy to help combat uh, global warming if he could just shoot shit into the air and block the sun well well, the actual article states that they will never know the actual outcome of if of if it works or not until they actually do it like you can't really test it at all oh okay another thing yeah, I mean, like, and I have a very rudimentary, like, uh, knowledge about this, but I've watched enough documentaries about 
you know, volcanoes and geoengineering and all that, knowing that if you like when say like a, a volcano erupts and it emits a ton of gas or uh, dirt into the air, it, it basically causes a winter. It blocks out the sun and it kills the plant life, which in turn kills the animal life, which in turn is killed. Like it completely collapses the food web. Like So this could be a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. And then there's like another, like I watched this other little thing about like snowball, uh, snowball earth theory where the entire world was thrown into a literal, like a literal snowball. And the only places that there was actually water present was like at the equator. And uh, that whole theory is talking about how volcanoes, either volcanoes or asteroids, I'm pretty sure it's volcanoes. There was so much volcanic activity that they were kicking up like dust and rock and sulfur and all these different types of gases into the atmosphere and blocking out the sun, which triggered the earth into a snowball and into a snowball effect. And all the light being reflected off the snow kept call, causing the, uh, uh, the earth to cool and causing the entire planet to turn into a snowball. If anyone wants to like dive into that, you could go on uh, Eons, PBS Eons uh youtube channel they have like a cute like a really cool like 15 minute video about it but anyway that i mean that's just some crazy shit and then bill gates also owning the farmland terrifies me uh because he is behind he does has a couple like not uh foundations uh i think one is called heart something harvest i can't remember off the top of my head but he's into gmos like he does a lot of um gmo uh programs where he's making uh drought resistant and pest resist resistant crops so there's that it's just he's just comically an evil villain like this is just some evil villain shit from him yeah he's literally a batman villain whenever i think of bill gates i just i'm like wow this is some batman shit right here yeah he's like luke left <laughs> luke lesser lesser or whatever i don't know i'm not a fucking comic book person uh it's just it was a rough week. scary issue i have is people do not even care to question anything people don't ask why and the people who do ask why are shunned and now it's to the point where they're actually deplatforming people for asking why and speaking out against the status quo and that's what is unsettling and to yeah. me what's even more unsettling is that joe biden who is supposed to be inaugurated tomorrow doesn't trust our military now Oh, yeah. He's being so paranoid about everything. There's like over 30,000 troops in D.C. And reading, like watching all the videos from people who live in D.C. on my Instagram, like it, it's eerie. Like this, it, the, the irony about this is people when Trump was inaugurated, you know, people were there. You know, everyone's making fun of their crowd, the crowd size or whatever. But like people were there waving their flags, being a part of the moment. Like that's not how a dictator becomes in charge. No. What it looks like when a dictator or an illegitimate president is put in charge is what's going on in D.C. right now. And, of it's course, people say, oh, well, it's because of the Trump insurrection and the dangers. And you're going to tell me that some Trump supporters, some QAnon followers are going to infiltrate 30,000 National Guard troops on top of all of the police officers they're sending from all every state to back up DC police. It's to the point where they're vetting our military for an inside yeah. attack. He's gotten all new secret service because he doesn't trust them. 
because of their loyalty to Trump. To me, that sounds like someone who is really scared they're doing something illegitimate. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is kind of... It doesn't make sense. You think your own military is going to kill you and you're about to be commander-in-chief? Maybe you should step down. Yeah. I mean, everyone should put on their tinfoil hats because we can all go into this little discussion. So get your hats ready, people. So I saw on... uh, I'm pretty sure you sent it to me where like there's this whole theory going around that since no one's going to be at the inauguration and actually watching it, they're going to assassinate Biden. And when I say they, I could be anyone yeah. who, who knows, you know, we're just going to say they, they, them, that's their pronouns. So we're just going to say they are going to assassinate Joe Biden and then have um, Kamala Harris come in as president. I mean, it, it makes sense because no one's going to be there to watch it. They're going to cut the feed, kind of like how they cut the feed to Epstein's prison, uh, (laughs) Epstein's prison cell, and they're going to off him. And then all of a sudden, Kamala Harris is the president. Like, it ties a lot of loose ends. Yeah, and then the Hunter Biden stuff goes away, because who's going to investigate that after that? uh, After something so big would happen, nobody would look into that. Trump would go down as some horrific, hate-filled man, and his followers are all white supremacists, Nazi insurrectionists. History would just look at this time as so dark and completely stain Trump's name forever. It is really far-fetched because that would be insane. If that actually happened, it would be so alarming and crazy. But it is a theory that's going around. And in a way, it does tie up loose ends. And it's scary to think about. And the military presence tells me they have to know something is planned. Something bigger than what we know is in play here. I, for one second, do not believe they were this scared of uh, some rednecks who reached the Capitol. And not that all Trump supporters are rednecks or whatever, but you know what I mean? They look at them as idiots, uh, rednecks, trashy, white trash. That's what they've been called for four years. And now all of a sudden they're fucking agents here, like bigger than the uh, Secret Service infiltrating our military to the point they think there's an insider attack. That's bullshit. I call bullshit. Yeah. It's you don't really trust your own military, then who can you trust? Something is not right green zones you can't even go to like downtown at all without special clearance yeah it's really like you know it could be as simple as this is just a way big overreaction to what happened at the capitol because that was a huge national security threat and it was embarrassing like we can all agree on that you know what i mean um but at the same time between this and then like Merkel stepping down in Germany, Italy having a constant, not a constitutional crisis, but having like a legitimate governmental crisis because they're one of the parties are completely pulling out. And uh, what was another? I can't remember the another Russia, one. the whole government stepped down too. Oh yeah. Russia's government stepped down because they couldn't back Putin and like limiting his successor's powers. Like I believe Kuwait as well. Had, oh um, yeah, Kuwait too. That one's actually been yeah. going on since like December of last year. So that's not like relatively new, but it's been going on for a few months. But the fact that there's like all these huge world leaders stepping down, Biden's really Biden's inauguration, 
and then <laughs> like kind of like kind of some of those like QAnon or the cucumber tweets or like coming to fruition in a really weird way i don't know there's just something going on and i'm going to be a fencer since a fence sitter about it and just say i don't you know i don't know it's going to go either way also by the way uh if you look at Lynn Wood's Telegram channel right now, apparently he just posted a whistleblower uh, interview about, what does it say? I have previously provided the entire interview of the whistleblower to agents to U.S. Secret Services. Evident reveals a level of, of evil, perver- perversions, and criminality at the highest levels of government. So that that is so shocking and hard to believe. Um, and then it says... Yeah, it is really hard to believe. What gets me, though, is that nobody's coming for him. How does he have no lawsuits against him? He's a lawyer. He, he's a li- li- He's a libel lawyer. And if they open up, a, apparently, if they open up a lawsuit against him, then, uh, then that you enter the He'd discovery. Have to show the facts. Yeah. Okay. So this is posted at nine o two a.m. Fucking shit. Where did it go? Uh. La, 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 la. Linwood's on one this morning. Chief Justice John Roberts must resign today. Over the past several weeks, I've met with a courageous whistleblower who has risked his life to tell you the truth. Jeffrey Epstein arranged for the adoption of Robert's children. Robert used the children to gain entry to the cable cabal of power and influence. FBI, Rod, Rogenstein, and CrowdStrike knew it all. Oh, yeah. And I heard that Chief Justice Roberts is going to swear in Biden. Like, oh, that's another thing with this inauguration. Like, why are they using, like, hardcore Pizzagate celebrities? Like, why are they dog whistling to... I know Lady Gaga. Yeah. At this point, it has to be a troll. If this isn't sketchy, there's a troll. Somebody is just trolling us. Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga, Bill Gates. uh, Who was the other... I can't remember the other ones, but... Tom Hanks. Tom, yeah, Tom Hanks. That's Bill Gates is still stuck on my brain. He's always on my brain because he's Bay. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like Tom Hanks doing it out of For all everybody. Know, Bill Gates is hosting it. He does everything else. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I actually did. I see something about that. But uh, <laughs> don't even tell me. <laughs> Where is this virtual inauguration? So he he's gonna be sitting in his basement. No, and then it's going to yeah. be streamed on TV, or is he going to be out there at the Capitol or the White House? Or I mean, how is this even supposed to go down? Why are they protecting it so hard? I don't know. It's really, because really is weird. Is he even going to be in there? I'm just I don't lost. Know. I don't know. Something doesn't sit right with me with all of this. Yeah, yeah. On of top it. of the Peruvian courts saying that the oh, pandemic yeah. was created by Bill Gates and George Soros and the Rockefeller family? Based. <laughs> Based Peruvians? Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, and with everything getting, it's getting overwhelming. And, like, it's hard to It feels to, like really something's to... just, like, about to burst. Yeah, it's and it's filling hard to stay up and filling up and... What was that? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's okay everyone she's having headphone issues so it's kind of that's why we're talking over each other a little bit more often today um but yeah i was gonna say with everything that's going on like it's really hard to stay sane and kind of like kind of wrapping it up here because we're at the 45 minute mark but for me personally like i've noticed that the only way for me to actually stay on my mental health is I run a mile every single morning and then I also have to put my phone down. (laughs) 
like if you have yeah. to really start really un- unplug like literally unplug it's like unplugging from the matrix <laughs> like, as exactly. stupid as that really i agree does. the only way to not get so worked up and anxious and want to run off to the woods and live off the grid is to just unplug focus on yourself focus on your physical and mental health which physical health is extremely important for mental health on top of living in through a pandemic physical health is just should be everybody's number one priority in my opinion to get through this kind of stuff run unplug you live your own life too it's you have to focus on your own individual life and world instead of trying to fix these problems yeah well the whole physical health thing being top priority is not an opinion that's an absolute fact you need to eat better exercise more burn off that Don't energy another oh yeah that's right cosmopolitan says fat is healthy <laughs> but okay and we're body uh, if you say otherwise yeah i mean even then like if you guys are like if even if you have the physical activity down you eat a pretty well balanced diet you supplement and you're still having issues like don't be afraid to go get medicated like i got medicated a few weeks ago um and honestly it's been life-changing for me so don't feel guilty because i've always kind of felt guilty about that about caving into the meds <laughs> even though we're probably going to do a whole episode about ssris and my and <laughs> know. mind control I'm over here like <laughs> no no i'm just kidding <laughs> i know but anyway it, it really has changed my life so don't feel guilty go seek help if you can't seem to get out of the hole a funk yeah a funk but what's going on right now it's so heavy for everybody and especially if you're not on the popular side and that your views are different and you're losing real life friendships jobs hope i mean it's okay to have these feelings you're not alone you're not crazy it's okay to question things and it's okay to have your own views it does not make you a bad person but just unplug for a little bit. Yeah, don't engage. Focus on your own world, your own life, and things that you can change. Like that. And if it really does help, you control some leftists online. Let me just tell you, it helps me sometimes. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, if I can't inform them in a legitimate, intelligent way, I'm just going to troll the fuck out of them until they implode. And then make memes out of them. Oh, yeah, that's pretty fun. So if you want to be a little toxic, you could take that route. It can be entertaining. (laughs) At least you get a good laugh at it. Uh, The memes are fire. Oh, and by the way, Communist China is a (laughs) social democracy. Yeah, Communist China is a socialist democracy, everybody. Uh, Don't forget about that. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We're at the 50-minute mark. If you guys want a new topic, please send us a message on po- on uh, Telegram, which is Russian Disinformation, or feel free to message us, us on Instagram. I My handle is Pokemon, P-O-K, the number three, M as in Mary, O-M, Pokemon, and Jasmine. I am based girls club underscore underscore RP. So send us a message, follow us. And really engage with us on our Telegram channel. We're going to try and build that up and maybe switch over there from Instagram. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Have discussions with like-minded or 
unlike-minded individuals, have a healthy debate and just have more people to discuss these crazy world events with. So thank you for listening. We appreciate every listener. Um, If there's any topic or anybody who wants to do a show with us, just let us know and we'll be more than happy to have you on with us. So it's been good talking today. It feels like a release talking about all this. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Oh yeah. This is our, this is our mental health release too. (laughs) I know. Uh, Yeah. Start a podcast with your best friend too. Yeah. Yeah. Start a podcast because apparently people really do care about what you have to say, which is mind boggling to me. But anyway, so signing off now, this is Austin. (laughs) This is Jasmine. And this is Russian disinformation.